0: Hello and welcome to the TTI Distribution Download, the podcast where we talk about all things happening in the world of electronic components with the specialists of TTI. Today it's another installment of big ideas and little-known facts about connectors with John Sandy of TTI and Dan Venuto of Molex. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to our show with uh, John Sandy of TTI and myself, Dan Venuto, with Molex. Today, we are fortunate to have Brent Bolger joining us, who's the Corporate Product uh, Director here at TTI, and he's going to help us uh, understand what makes the uh, TTI and Molex partnership so unbeatable. So, hey
1: Brent, good to see you. Before we get into the, the product details and start talking about Molex and TTI, why don't you give our audience a little bit of an insight of who Brent Bolger is and uh, what your background looks like?
2: Yeah, so I, I've been in the industry about uh, 20, going on 28, 29 years now. Um, I've been with TTI for for nine of that. Uh, when I started in the industry, I was I, I started with a company, for, a company by the name of Hallmark, and literally within a few days um, after that had had uh, acquired Hallmark, so it was kind of kind of interesting. I'm I'm here on my my first job and a couple of days in, and get acquired by a new company and and, and went and saw my boss and said, hey, you know, what's this mean for me? And it's just his reaction was just kind of funny. You know, being the new guy, he's just like, don't worry, just go back and sit at your desk and do your job, and
0: everything will be fine. So it's obviously
2: here I am, you know, many years later and and, and still hanging out in the industry. So it worked out very well.
0: No, that's, that's great, Brent. Um, I know you mentioned you started with Hallmark. Did you, was this, uh, you know, some of the stories I've heard being a newer person in the industry in the last 10 years, did you use, uh, the punch card system to keep track of, uh, of the inventory? <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny. It's funny you say that. And yes, it, it actually, we, we did. And, and you know, that's, that was sort of the tail end of, of the days of, uh on 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 uh, on month in month in weekends, everybody in the company would get what was was recruited to go out and count parts over the weekend to do to do the uh, the inventory stock checks and And you know, of course, back then things were a little easier going. so you know by about three o'clock the 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 cooler is open and and, and you know if you if you if beer on on Saturday afternoon, counting parts is your thing. that was. Perfectly acceptable, but uh, but you know the funny thing is, and, and, and talking about you know just how, how things have evolved in this industry, it uh, that that job that first job, I mean literally I went into the office and and I I kid you not there were stacks of of paper that were as tall as me, probably eight or ten stacks in this little office, and and a little keyboard and a, a monitor, and and my boss my you know my new boss said. Hey, just just sit down and take a piece of paper and the date that's on that system, I want you to plug that date into into our system. So that was an acknowledgment. That's how that's how we did acknowledgments back in the day. We manually keyed that date one by one into into this system. So things have certainly evolved since then.
0: No, that's a that's a great story and I know, you know, back in the day these branches, every branch used to have stock and now, you know, we've gone to these mega uh distribution centers uh which which we can get into later, but can you tell me a little bit about TTI, uh the commitment to the inventory and how that benefits both the customer and the supplier?
2: Yeah, so, you know, it you know, interesting because my 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 take with, with inventory and, and and the great thing about being a TTI, my I guess my thoughts really align with the, the corporate culture. But you know, TTI views views inventory in a in a very offensive nature, right? So we see inventory as, as our value prop and, and the, the, the the more we can stock and the better job we can do of, of having the right inventory um at the right time at the right price. Uh, you know we we definitely feel like that puts us in an in an advantageous advantageous position um you know with our customers and 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 with the with the uh the customer base so it's um you know it's just a matter of hey if if it's if its product that we can that we can put on the shelf and we can sell it then then we really need to take advantage of that and do that
1: so interesting point Brent i mean just Quick question: When we look at the inventory, is, is mix important as well as much as, as as volume and value?
2: Yeah, so that's a great question, and, and yes, it absolutely is, and actually, that is easily as important as 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 depth and 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 breadth. Or, I'm sorry, depth, because one of the things that that actually kind of keeps me up at night a little bit is ideally in a in a in a perfect world you know a customer comes in and is poking around with their bill of material and they've got their 20 part numbers that they're looking for you know they're they're typically going to go go in put their 20 parts online into the into our into our system and hit the button and the last thing we want to do is have them hit the button and three part numbers are green and the rest of them are red meaning we've only got 3 of those 20 in stock that's just not a, not a very good, good position to be in to win. And so it, it's absolutely key to, to, to have that, that threat that's gonna win that business.
1: So just focusing on inventory a second, a little bit more. Uh, when, you, when you look at TTI, um, what is it you think that really makes us, from a customer's perspective, be able to always do the right thing and, and, and do it consistently?
2: You know, I, I really, again, I, I think it's back to back to our culture, right? And it's it's people in parks. We, we talk about it all the time uh, internally and externally. You know, it's 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 having the right people in, in, in the positions that that that, uh, you know, that, that make them feel empowered to 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 do the right thing and, and make the right decisions. That ultimately help our suppliers because uh, you know we can't do anything without without our suppliers and, and, and supplying the the technology and getting the product in here, but um, also satisfying our, our customers through that people and parts uh, mindset.
0: No, absolutely, Brandon. I'm just going to take a moment to to, to plug uh, Brent and the TTI asset management team. Uh, currently, out of our our four core distributors. TTI is carrying more inventory than any of them. So if there's a customer out there listening to it. TTI probably has it in stock and, uh, they're in first place by a wide margin carrying, uh, almost $20 million more than our next closest distributor. So, um, you know, the inventories here, um, the focus on inventories here and, uh, you know, Molex really values that. But, you know, speaking of, uh, of inventory and how it relates to NPIs, you know, Brent, how do you approach Molex new product introductions? Yeah, great question. So,
2: so obviously, you know, new product introductions are are extremely important. I mean, not, not just for, for, for us, but, but, but for Molex, obviously, obviously as well, Um, you know, and, and our approach is, is we, we purchase every NPI that's offered. And and if for no other reason, you know, MPIs are 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 interesting because you know, let's say you have five NPIs. Well, you may only have one that really truly gain, gain, gains traction, right, over the course of the life cycle of of the offering. And that's and and the reason it's important to do all of them because because you're only going to hit twenty percent of the of of the offering. So if I sit there and try and you know sit down with with you know me and 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 some people inside of tti and we sit there and say okay well we're going to do these two but we're going to skip those two well we may you know that may may end up being a a zero percent hit rate so it's 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 really a modest investment you know um you know you guys do a great job with you know working in a, a little lower bin for us getting the pricing right so really, it, it just like I say, for a modest investment, it, it just makes sense to buy every single new product introduction.
0: So uh, Brent, one of the things Molex has done with, uh, with, with our MPI program is we categorize them into three different categories, innovation, enhancement, and extensions. Um, you know, innovation is a completely new product, something that, you know, is market leading. Enhancement. You know, maybe, hey, we add a seal to it, make it waterproof extension. Maybe we're, you know, doubling the circuit size or coming out with a wire to wire connector. Um, you know, how do you handle these uh, three different types of uh, MPIs?
2: Yeah, so so great question. Uh, really, it's just about I mean, as we've already established, you know, we're we're going to place the order for, for all new product introductions regardless. But but probably two things that that that. That puts us in a good position to to react to um, having this program in place. One is it gives us a a chance to um, internally kind of make some decisions on how we want to promote the product and and to what degree we want to promote the product. But then beyond that, just from an inventory standpoint, um, you know, it it definitely on 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 some of those, it, it puts us in a position where where we want to set our reorder points. So some we may want to just, you know, maybe you know, if we if it's put in a few thousand pieces and you set your reorder point, you know, at a much lower quantity. So uh, so you may not you may not see it for a while before you realize you're starting to sell it, but some of those but the ones that that are definitely the the innovators um we're going to set that reorder point basically at the the quantity we buy the part at cuz we really want to understand quickly What's going on with those, and make sure that if we're going to get traction, we do not run out of that part.
0: No, absolutely, and uh, I, th- I think one of the things too is uh, that helps Molex with the uh, market intelligence and letting us know, you know, what of our innovative products are selling are going to be the next big thing in a pro- in a um, in the market. So, thank you. Okay, Brent. So,
1: looking at inventory. Um, I'd like to get your your views on how you develop a process and how do you look at um, the inventory and work out where to broaden, where to deepen, and, and is there an inventory development strategy? Yeah,
2: so th- there is, and this th- that's a this is a very broad um, answer. So I'll try and keep it keep it uh, concise as I possibly can, but in at in a, in a high level certainly we have a you know a, a, what i'll call a abc stratification right and it's it's not you know it's not anything that's that's exclusive to tti i mean it's every every distributor in our industry has so, some sort of way to to classify their products um you know whether they use abc or you know whatever a number code or a combination of numbers and letters they you know whatever it is they they know which one is the best and which one is the worst right so in in our world an a item is 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 the cream of the crop and and it can go all the way down to an l item which is 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 the the the, the slowest moving um of the letter codes and it's it's merely a combination of, of customer number of customers that, that buy the part and and the and the dollar the dollar volume that the uh, sales that we get on those parts so that's kind of the the first level and then really beyond that the, the next level is you know, we, we just try to use all the data available to us. And and one of the pieces of data, you know, is we'll 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 ask in this case Molex, we'll ask Molex, okay, can you can you give us some, some information on what what's selling in the channel, right? So we could take that list and, and bounce it against what we're already stocking and and look for those gaps and look to fill those gaps. And then really after that, you know, and then obviously we talked about new product introductions, and really beyond that, it then just comes down to um, you know, talking to you know, talking to the branches, talking to the sales team, talking to the product managers in the branches, you know, just getting ideas of what they're seeing or what they're suggesting and and following up on those leads or or what they see as you know, a potential uh, potential area for an opportunity for them and, and making sure we're positioning ourselves from an inventory standpoint uh, on those on those products in, in the right way.
0: Oh thank you, Brent. You know, uh, switching subjects right here, right now, is is there anything uh, going on in the industry today that either surprises you or makes you wonder what's going on? And, you know, we, we've been through kind of a wild ride here the last three years, starting with COVID up until now, and everybody's had lows and a bunch of highs and, um, you know, just looking to see, get your opinion on uh, what's going on in the in the market today.
2: Yeah, I, you know the the biggest thing that that, that really has come out in, in
0: in the last several
2: years, and obviously, you know, this was COVID driven, but um, the 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 whole I'm going to call it a risk in the supply chain because of logistics. I mean, I I'll tell you, I I you know, as as, a, as an asset manager. You know, we, we have at least a TTI and really in a distributor, they you know, every distributor has a, a logistics person or or a logistics team. And as an asset manager, you, you you just don't have to worry about logistics. You have to worry about inventory, right? So on the shelf inventory, on order, right? Those type of things. But but to 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 go through what what we all went through as asset managers having to manage logistics. I, I've learned way more about, you know logistics and shipping parts and finding parts and tracking parts than, than I ever wanted to know. Um, so it, it just it, it surprised me how little we were all prepared for that. But obviously, we, we've we all come out of it and learned from it. And, and I think we'll be better at it. And I think I think uh, the suppliers will be better at it. And I, th- I think the customers will be better at it. And they'll plan uh, plan for for uh, you know that in the future and and not get caught like we all did uh you know a little red-handed
1: so looking at what what we went through in 2022 brent and obviously you've categorized it there pretty pretty concisely so thank you for that how do you see 2023 being any different uh what are the challenges that we're sort of most concerned about as we move forward
2: well you know to be honest I I, i i it, the The good news for for us in distribution, I think that customers there's a lot of customers, and I don't think i know there's a lot of customers that that now see see the value of distribution and what we can bring to the table um and and they're actually reaching out to us and and wanting to understand what our model is and and how we can help um so i I, I think at the end of the day. You know the the as tough as it was um, it, it definitely will will, will help to de- benefit uh, distribution
0: and Brent just to follow up there you know TTI has uh, taken an aggressive approach an offensive approach to inventory how do you see that benef- benefiting you in in uh, you know uh, the economy and the in the market as we head into 2023?
2: Well, you know, you know, so, so obviously with our with our mindset as it relates, our being TTI's mindset as, mindset as it relates to, uh, to inventory, you know, we're as a, as a, as a company, uh, you know, as, if, if things slow down and we go into the 2023 and, 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 you know, there's still, you know, plenty of uncertainty. You know, we, we 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 react to the market, but we don't maybe don't react as extreme or I'll even call it as fast as maybe some of some of our competition. So I certainly think there, that just because of our the way we view inventory, as you said, offensively, um, that that'll be a benefit to us in the long run,
1: just because uh, we won't overreact. Yeah, I think that's a really good point and a really good place to finish, Brent. Yeah, TTI takes that longer-term look we always have done, and we, we try and always do the best thing for for the customer, ultimately. And funny how often that ends up being the best thing for us as well. So that was Brent Bolger, Corporate uh, Product Director for TTI, and thanks very much for your time and giving us an overview of, of TTI and Molex. Thank you. Thank you, Brent. Thank you very much. Appreciate it.
0: That's it for this episode of the TTI Distribution Download For more information on any of the topics you heard about today, reach out to your nearby TTI branch at 1-800-CALL-TTI or visit us online at TTI.com.